0: Bobby Cohen is back, and his show is TakeOver Talk. And here is Bobby Bobby Cohen. Cohen. Thank you to all my listeners. It's Monday, March 18th, 2019, and today is another live power hour of TakeOver Talk. I'm your host, Bobby Cohen. I welcome all my listeners here in the United States, as well as those worldwide. Our focus will be to assist you in acquiring the most current, and comprehensive information on potential public takeover targets in the U.S. capital markets. Remember, remember, I'm just guiding you to this information. You need to do your own due diligence before buying or selling any stock. M&A, which is the acronym for mergers and acquisitions, is unpredictable. And it's usually not not in the best interest to acquire stocks solely because rumors are percolating. You have to like it as a and the loan company as well. Okay, like I said, today is Monday, March 18th, 2019, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's another live power hour of TakeOver Talk. TakeOvers are alive and well. There is a definite, definite romance these months, these days between Wall Street and M&A. Merger Monday, bingo. Out of the gate, Fidelity National Information Services agreed to acquire... WorldPay, symbol WP, for about $34 billion in cash and stock. That's right, B, billion in cash and stock, the biggest deal ever in the international payment sector, a monster deal. WorldPay hit a hundred and twelve dollars earlier today, up fourteen dollars, which is was up approximately fifteen percent from its closing price on Friday. That's right. WorldPay getting taken out today in a thirty-four billion dollar Cash and stock takeover. Unbelievable. So so who could be next? Obviously the industry is in is at the heart of deal of a deal making boom as consumers change the way they pay for goods. And legacy providers are challenged by rivals from startups to Apple Pay. Industry-wide revenue is projected to surge to $2.4 trillion, T, trillion by 2027, according to a report from the Boston Consulting Group, SWIFT. So again, again... Who could be next? Because this deal's already in the rearview mirror. And I'd be remiss if I didn't try to identify another company in the payment space that might be, might be a potential takeover target. I found a July... 2018 investorplace.com article. The heading, 18 stocks that could be, could be takeover targets. As I did a deep dive, I found square, symbol SQ. That's right, square. Seems like a classic takeout candidate, the article says. It's disrupting a payment space largely led by giants. The business could benefit from increased scale and an acquirer could gain from lower sales and marketing spend. The only question at this point, the article goes on to say, is whether square stock is too expensive. The author says that he has been bearish from a valuation perspective, but so far, the author has been completely wrong. So, my question to my listeners who could be an acquirer of Square? The article mentions well, a usual suspect: PayPal, Visa, and Mastercard. That's right. The usual suspects of who could be a potential takeover target of Square. And keep in mind, Square is currently trading at $74, is PayPal, could be PayPal, could be Visa, could be MasterCard. Please keep in mind that the founder of Square... Is Jack Dorsey. If that name is from, is sounds familiar. He is also one of the founders of Twitter. This guy is no dope. This guy, there's some serious pedigree in Square. So the obvious question is, If there was to be a bid for square, what could be, what could be the number that it would get taken out at? Maybe a hundred dollars, maybe a hundred twenty dollars, maybe a hundred forty dollars. All my listeners, please do your due diligence on this name. This name is not for the faint of heart. There's a lot, a lot of volatility in this name. There are, I believe, many bulls in this name, and there's a share of bears in this name. So you have to say to yourself, do you want to be on the right side of history or on the wrong side of history? My thought process is that maybe just maybe this world pay acquisition is going to be the impetus for additional consolidation in the payment space. So again, again, I would be remiss, neglectful, if I did not mention a company such as Square as identifying it as a potential takeover target. So please put Square on your radar screen. SQ's the symbol. Okay. There was another name that I saw come over the tape this morning, but I have been following it, but I thought it was appropriate today to mention it to all my listeners worldwide as a potential takeover target. Lumber liquidators, the symbol LL, Larry Larry. Boy, it's having a lousy day today. It is getting taken out to the woodshed, getting crushed. Stock is down, I believe, over a dollar today, trading at nine dollars. I believe their earnings came out before the, before the open. And my sense is it just was not what everyone was expecting. And the stock hit a 52 week low today at approximately $8.85. Keep in mind the 52 week high for lumber liquidators is approximately $27. I'm mentioning Lumber Liquidators because I remember reading an August 21st, 2018 Seeking Alpha article. The headline, Lumber Liquidators Could Be Attractive to a Buyer. So, with Lumber Liquidators trading at approximately $9 getting crushed today, I ask the question, a question I know that all my listeners always ask when a stock is probably getting crushed, is Lumber Liquidators on sale today? Well, only time will tell. But the Seeking Alpha article says the retail flooring market is consolidating and the big box stores are gaining share. Now, I know this article is a bit dated, so keep that in mind. It's August of 2018, and the article states that lumber liquidators has had its troubles in the past but it is finally making progress pursuing pros and installations. Keep in mind, after a 60 minutes, lumber liquidated, abandoned the Chinese laminate factories, which today may prove advantageous. And then it states that Home Depot is making an aggressive push in flooring while Lowe's risks falling behind and then it goes on to finish a Lowe's purchase of lumber liquidators makes a lot of sense and has many synergies so to make a long story short, to all my listeners worldwide, please put lumber liquidators on your radar screen. Do your homework. You have to first like it as a standalone company. You got to like the fundamentals on, on lumber liquidators. And this article says a Lowe's purchase of Lumber Liquidators makes a lot of sense and has many synergies. Only time will tell if Lumber Liquidators is on sale. Okay. Well, if you would like a private takeover talk workshop with me drop me an email now at takeovertalk at aol.com that's right if you would like a private one-hour takeover talk workshop with me bobby cohen drop me an email now also if you would like to receive three months of unlimited email access to me Bobby Cohen, also drop me an email now at TakeOverTalk at A-O-L dot com for details. That's my three-month special subscription. So email me now at TakeOverTalk at A-O-L dot uh,
1: well, there's been
0: two biotech names that I've discussed numerous times over the last few months. I identified both Amarin, symbol. AMRN and Glovis CLVS as potential takeover targets. Now, first with Amarin, they presented some very robust data today at the American College of Cardiology annual scientific sessions in New Orleans that's right the new data was from a large scale reduced study of vasepa the results were presented like I mentioned at the American College of Cardiology patients receiving vasepa experienced a 30% less cardiovascular events compared to a placebo. Okay, this morning the stock had run up, and I see now it seems to be heading lower. My sense, my sense is that it's just probably heading lower because it was a sell the news Mentality. So I want everyone to know that, as of this moment, this second, Ameren is trading down approximately a dollar at approximately nineteen dollars and twenty cents, coming off the heels of what seems to be seems to be robust data that they presented earlier today over at the American College of Cardiology annual scientific sessions in New Orleans again Amarin has been a name that I have been talking about n- numerous times over the last few months who could be who could be potential acquirers of Amarin since they might have, might have a blockbuster drug, which, by the way, is already FDA approved. Well, we had mentioned Pfizer. We mentioned Novartis. We mentioned Amgen. We mentioned Merck. All potential acquirers, of Amarin symbol A M R N. Prices that have been that have been out there, the chatter on what Amarin could fetch on a potential takeover bid. Maybe forty dollars, maybe fifty dollars, maybe sixty dollars. Again, do your homework on Amarin, do your due diligence. The second biotech, like I had mentioned, that was trading better today is Glovis Oncology, symbol Charlie, Larry, Victor, Sam. Glovis Trading at approximately $28.20 was up a little bit less than a dollar today on positive data on its phase three clinical study of rubraca for patients with recurrent ovarian carcinoma. It seems that this data is also robust. I have mentioned many times I identified Clovis also as a potential takeover target. We all know that oncology treatments for cancer have been front and center over the last few months. M&A in this space has been robust. Tesaro catching a huge bid from Roche, Celgene catching a handsome premium bid from Bristol Myers, and then there was Loxo Oncology catching a buyout offer from. Eli Lilly. So the M&A space in oncology seems to be robust. And I figured, from what I read, it's not going to let up anytime soon. So I would continue to believe there will be M&A activity in the oncology space. And if that is, and if there is, and if there's truth in that, I believe you have to continue to put Glovis Oncology, CLVS, on your radar screen. And like I mentioned, the stock's trading approximately $28.20. What price could could Clovis possibly get taken over at? If it was to get bought out? If 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 maybe I always use those words. Well, stocks a little bit over twenty eight bucks. Could it catch a bid for fifty dollars? Maybe. Could it catch a bid for sixty dollars? Maybe. Could it catch a bit for seventy dollars? Maybe. So please continue to put Glovis Oncology on your radar screen. If you would like to receive three months of unlimited email access to me, Bobby Cohen. You can drop me off an email now for details at TakeOverTalk at AOL.com. That's right, if you would like to receive three months of unlimited email access to me, Bobby Cohen, you drop me off an email now at takeovertalk at AOL.com for details on my three-month special subscription. So please, you know where to contact me. Also, if you would like a private one-hour TakeOver Talk workshop, you also please drop me an email now at talk at AOL.com. Uh, well, there was some very current and interesting news on a name today that I have identified as a potential takeover target um a few months ago and I re-reiterated it recently as well. And The name is Caesars Entertainment. Charlie Zebra Robert. Caesars trading at approximately $8 a share. Now if you remember just recently Carl Icahn. Mr. Icahn is the activist shareholder and he's in this name. He is in Caesars. And the rumors floating around on Caesars today is that there is a possible, possible Caesars-Eldorado combination. That has been circulating today. Where Caesars Entertainment and El Dorado Resorts, which trade in different directions today after Reuters reported on merger talks between the two casino companies. This article goes on to say that analysts have speculated on a Caesars El Dorado combination in the past due to their complementary casino portfolios. El Dorado owns and operates twenty six properties. across 12 states while Caesars is one of the two dominant players on the Las Vegas Strip. Macquarie, which is a research firm, a stock research firm, believes that El Dorado would pay up to ten to fourteen dollars per share if the companies combine and that was per Bloomberg. So I did the simple math, the back of the envelope math. And I came up with if the stock is currently trading at eight dollars, and if there is truth to this rumor, well at the minimum at ten dollars that would be an approximate 25% premium to where the stock is currently trading. And at the high end, at the high end, as per Macquarie, if it was to get taken out at 14, that would be a handsome premium of approximately 75% to where the stock is currently trading. I really think you have to put Caesars on your radar screen. Carl Icahn is no dope. I believe he's got plenty of skin in the game. And I believe he knows the casino space extremely well. Remember, people who purchase Xerox under 20, and the reason why I mention that, because Carl Icahn is in that name too. And Xerox is currently trading at
1: $31.32.
0: mister Icahn is a very, very, Smart man. We know nobody's 100% in life. But I personally would always want to be on the right side of Carl Icahn. This man, from what I read, does his due diligence, does his homework. So again, continue to put Caesar's Entertainment. and the symbol is Charlie, Zebra, Robert trading a little bit a little bit over eight dollars today. Okay. A um, few people contacted me. Over the last few days, asking me again if I can discuss some oil names that could be potential takeover targets in the oil patch. In the continental United States. Um, They asked me this because they, they noticed that oil has been catching a pretty good bid over the last, you know, 90 days or so, the last few months and wanted me to share a few names of companies in the past that I I had identified again in the oil patch that could be, could be potential takeover targets. Well, again, you got a pencil and piece of paper, please, please jot down these names in the oil patch. Callan Petroleum, symbol Charlie Peter Eddy. Which trades at approximately $7.50. Carrizo oil and gas. Symbol Charlie Robert Zebra Oscar. Trades at approximately $12.50. Matador resources. Symbol Mary Tom David Robert trades at approximately
1: $19.
0: Parsley Energy, symbol Peter Eddy, P-E, currently trading at around $18.25. And then let me round it off with a name that I had mentioned a few months ago. Jagged peak energy, symbol JAG, J-A-G, trading at approximately $10.25. So, if you believe there might be M&A activity in the oil patch, these five names should be on your radar screen. Callan Petroleum, symbol CPE. Carrizo Oil and Gas, symbol Charlie Robert Zebra Oscar. Matador Resources, Mary Tom David Robert. Parsley Energy, symbol Paul Eddy. And then rounding it off, Jagged Peak Energy. Symbol J-A-G. Okay. Five names in the oil patch that you should jot down. Do your own due diligence. Do your homework. If you think that there's going to be m a activity, maybe robust m a activity in the oil patch. Okay, again, if you would like to receive three months of unlimited email access to me, Bobby Cohen, drop me in North an email now at TakeOverTalk at AOL.com. You can get details For my three-month special email subscription. That's right. Email me now at TakeOverTalk at A-O-L dot com. Okay. Wow. You know, I had mentioned uh, this name before. And it's trading more towards... The low end of its 52 week range. This is a name, uh, it's a, it is a movie studio. Lionsgate. And the reason why I'm bringing it up again is because I am aware that Apple Computer is going to be getting into the streaming video space. And I just wanted to circle back on this name. Now, again, Lionsgate, which trades at approximately $16, has a 52-week high of approximately $28 and a 52-week low of a little bit under $14. And... You know, if Apple's getting in streaming, video, in streaming video, you know my thought process is is that they're going to need, over and above getting content from scratch, wouldn't it be? Nothing's easy at all in life, but wouldn't it be easier if maybe they just took a hard look at acquiring Apple, uh, Lionsgate? Now, you know, I remember back in June of 2018 that there were, you know, there was plenty of chatter on Lionsgate. And even it goes back the last couple, three years. And there was an Investor Place article, believe it or not, a June 15th, 2018 article. And I just wanted to circle back on that article. And it said, who could be potential takeover, to, uh, potential acquirers of Lionsgate? Now, the, uh, you know, the article mentioned Verizon. They mentioned Netflix. They mentioned Amazon. Well, I'd like to even throw in there again, like I mentioned, I'd like to throw Apple in there. Considering it seems like they're going to be putting their toe in the water. So, so that was Verizon, Netflix, Amazon and Apple could be could be potential acquirers of Lionsgate. And this article went on to say that, believe it or not, that if somebody initiated with a bid to take over Lionsgate, that it's possible that a bidding war could start. So I did a little bit more research. And then I actually dug up that... Could have been 2017. There was an article dated February 27th. Variety, the um, uh, Variety magazine mentioned that Lionsgate had received an offer of approximately $40 a share back then from Hasbro. That's right, the toy maker. And back then, the board believed that Lionsgate was worth more than $40 a share. Kind of crazy. I'm scratching my head. The stock's only $16 now. So please, if you like this name, do your homework on this name. Lionsgate is the company. They own, uh, I believe, uh, the Star Stars Network. There's some good content on there. So if you think content is king, I would think that you'd want to put Lionsgate on your radar screen. And like one of the articles that that I mentioned said that it is possible possible a bidding war could start for Lionsgate. And Lionsgate's trading a little bit over sixteen dollars. I had received an email from a listener who wanted me to opine on a name that I had mentioned earlier on a few months ago called Puma Biotechnology, symbol P-B-Y-I, Peter Boy Yellow Ida. Now, I noticed it's up $3 today at $42.30, approximately $42.30. It's because I, you know, now this company already has, I believe, an FDA-approved drug for the treatment of early-stage breast cancer. Like I mentioned, it's trading at approximately $42.30. The 52-week low on this stock was back in November of 2018, and it got as low as $17. That's right. This stock has had a monster move off its lows at approximately $17 in November of 2018. But keep in mind that its fifty-two week high is seventy-five dollars. I had found an article. Believe it or not, it was it was a little dated. It's back uh, December of two thousand and seven, two thousand and seventeen, and it was an investors Investors Daily article that wrote that Puma could be. A takeover target. Now, this was back in 2018. We are in 19 now, so please keep that in mind. Again, timing is always, you know, key when you know when you when you know when you're focusing on M&A, and we know that. And it said that there has been. The article went on to say that there has been speculation in the past on a few websites that Gilead Sciences is on the lookout for a potential acquisition in the cancer space. So, I believe, I believe you want to put, continue to put Puma Biotechnology PBYI as a potential takeover target. I, you know, for some reason, I mean, I don't know what the all-time high is on Puma, and I know it's all relative, but I believe, I mean, I, I believe in sometime in 2017, the 52-week high for Puma was just, was approximately 136, 137 dollars. Could have been higher. I'm not 100 percent. So this stock has really been on a roller coaster ride. So one of my listeners wanted me to opine on Puma biotechnology. You got it. Keep an eye on Puma biotechnology. They already have, like I mentioned, an FDA approved drug for the treatment of early stage breast cancer. And as I mentioned when I discussed Globus Oncology earlier in the show, that M&A seems to be, seems to be robust in the oncology space. So I wanted to circle back on Puma Biotechnology. Put that on your radar screen. P-B-Y-I. Puma. Another listener called me and was asking me about eBay, symbol, Eddie, boy, Apple, yellow. Now, I believe when I originally looked at eBay, it was trading at approximately $33.00 a few months ago, back in 2018. And uh, I know that there is currently one or two activist shareholders in eBay, and they want management to enhance shareholder value. Now, the talk, well, I thought the recent chatter was that maybe they'd like to move eBay more into a spin off opposed to an outright sale. But I just wanted to mention I went back to I know it's dated a July two thousand and sixteen street dot com article to report and it said that potential suitors for eBay If eBay was to get taken over, the potential suitors could be an Alibaba, that's right, China-based Alibaba, with Alphabet, which is Google, and Walmart, and possibly private equity, who might be interested as well. Again, I know this article that I'm making reference to, the July 2016 street.com article on eBay is dated, okay? But it's just worth looking back in the rearview mirror. Considering this listener wanted my wanted me to opine on eBay as a potential takeover target and what my thought process was on that name. Okay. If you would like a private one-hour takeover talk workshop with me, Bobby Cohen, just drop me off an email now at takeovertalk.com at aol.com or if you would like just to receive 3 months of unlimited email access there's a 3 month special subscription email me also for details put in the header 3 month special subscription drop me an email now also at takeovertalk at aol Dot com. Like I always mention, boy, takeovers are alive and well. There seems to be a romance between Wall Street and MA. And I don't think that's going to be lightening up any time soon. From what I read, the people that I speak to, it just seems like there's so much money sloshing out. That's all. That's all That's out there. It's like it's like the oceans. There's all this capital. And I think some of that capital is going to flow into M&A. As we're talking right now, there's got to be a bunch of bankers working on numerous deals. We just don't know what those deals are. And we don't know if these deals that they are working on will come to fruition. There's always plenty of takeover chatter. But what is going to stick? Well, if we knew that, we'd all be extremely wealthy. Well, that's where I come in. I try to assist all my listeners worldwide in identifying potential takeover targets. That's right. You never know. You wake up in the morning, like I always mention, you turn on the TV, you turn on the radio, you turn on your computer, you turn on your phone, and you go, wow, I didn't see that coming. But boy, if it is in your portfolio, there's no better feeling than that. Look at this morning. World pay, bingo, a 34 billion B takeover. They said it's the largest in the international payment space. I think that there are probably some monster deals getting work, getting worked on right now, as we are talking, as I am talking to all my listeners, that's right. And there are so many good names out there that just fundamentally are backed up by sound research by large investment banks that have also been mentioned as potential takeover targets. Yep. Twitter could be one of them if you're in a potential acquirer of Twitter I think you have to say to yourself if you're the CEO or the chairman and you' and you're and you're looking at Twitter right now you have to say to yourself not where Twitter is today but where is the company fundamentally going to be three years from now, five years from now. If you think it's going to be continue to be a fundamentally sound story for Twitter, you may want to say to yourself, if, you, if you're on the board of directors or if you're a board member, where you're the CEO of a potential company that could acquire a company such as Twitter, Do I want to pay right now $60 for Twitter? Do I want to pay $70 for Twitter? Do I want to pay $80 for Twitter? That's right. That's what's going on right now. Possibly, possibly in boardrooms. And also just like if you're taking a look, if you're an Apple. And you say to yourself, you know what? Maybe Netflix got away from me two, three years ago. And I had an opportunity to, to buy Netflix, the whole company. If you're on the border, if you're Tim Cook, you have to say to yourself, is there an opportunity in Tesla? Where's Tesla going to be three years from now, five years from now? Are they going to be the standard in EV, electric vehicles, in the battery market? If you're Tim Cook, do you say, do do you say, should I possibly make a bid for Tesla? Do I consider maybe paying two and a half shares of Apple stock for every one share of Tesla? I don't know the answer for that. I just did the, the back of the envelope math. Maybe it does make sense. I don't know. But sometimes, again, I always make reference to Facebook. When they wanted a property like WhatsApp, at that moment, that second, they paid up. I believe they paid $17 billion. People thought they were nuts. But there were times if you want something and your focus is more then a quarter or a year out, if it's three years out, you have to have that vision. Or five years out, and based on that, that's where, in my opinion, premiums come from. Some of these huge premiums, when you say to yourself, I can't believe so-and-so paid 100% more than where the stock was trading at the Friday before, or 50%, or 120%. Because there are people that are forward-looking thinkers. They believe. They believe. A company is worth. Possibly a multiple. Of where it's currently trading. Again, I'm not on the board at any of these companies. I'm just talking out loud. So. So. Wow. Well, look, my hour, boy, where did it all go? We were flying today. This was another terrific power hour of TakeOver Talk. And again, if you would like to receive three months of unlimited email access to me, Bobby Cohen, Please drop me off an email now at takeovertalk at aol.com and, uh, you can get details for my three month special email subscription. Well, again, it's been an honor to serve all my listeners. Like I always mention, this isn't a job. I love doing this. I love identifying potential takeover targets for all my listeners worldwide. Well, like I said, my hour is already up. I want you all to have a terrific week. And I will be back with each and every one of you next Monday, March 25th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you all for listening. Bye-bye.